you get the full spectrum of Northwest Montana sports. Only on 96.5 and 600 KGEZ. Now, back to the Knock on Sports and Anthony Knockreiner. Welcome back here to the Knock on Sports as John Kemper still joining me here in studio inside the Whitefish Credit Union Studios as we talk some NFL as we're a little over a week away from the Super Bowl and boy do John and I have a lot to talk a lot to talk about with the NFL and uh, so once again John really appreciate you uh, coming in and uh, I'm glad you're here because I really want to talk some NFL with you. I'm excited to talk it and I'd like to leave, but you have me chained here. So. <laughs> I don't have him chained, folks. I don't actually have a chain. No, so. zip ties. That's what it is. Oh, no, you're funny. I'm glad I can be your Ed McMahon tonight. Wow. Or your wow. Andy Richter. That means you're the host. I'm just oh, well, there you, thank the guy you. on the side when you're doing your Karnak routine. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> uh, John, first off, uh, Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. Yeah, here it comes. We got a bet that we have to settle tomorrow, which I can't wait because you get to wear something creamsicle and uh, something retro, and uh, you get to say something that you don't normally say a whole lot of. Yes. <laughs> I do. No, I'm actually... You're sharing a lot of emotion right now. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. So. Yeah, you're the only Packers fan. I got, I got three. I got one. One took care of the bet. All right, we're, we're square. Two others are trying to double or nothing me on the Super Bowl. Don't double or nothing. You take that money and run. <laughs> or whatever should, it is. Shirt, shirt jersey, yeah, hat. I was say, it's yeah. NFLshop.com bets. Yeah. Um, which, I, don't mind, I don't mind doing this for you. I lost a bet fair and square that I shouldn't have made. I made, I could claim I was distracted while I was driving to the store to buy food to watch the game. And I just made this bet kind of like, oh, I'll bet that. But, um, uh, but I'm going to fulfill the bet because... You fulfilled a bet a few years ago, a couple years ago, wearing a Dodger hat after the Dodgers beat the Brewers and stuff. I will say I'm doing this, fulfilling this bet a lot faster than you. It took you six months. It's taken Holy me, crap. Taking you, taking me six days. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I was going to make that point as well. I do have to give you a lot of credit because you're fulfilling the bet a lot faster than I did. Um, let's just start here. Obviously, we know what happened. We know how the game played out. But the big storyline coming out of that game, obviously, was how upset Aaron Rodgers was. I think Aaron Rodgers, which obviously, NFC Championship game, there's a lot of emotion. Um, you're so close. Obviously, he's been so close so many times. Uh, he only has the one Super Bowl. What did you think initially when he said that, you know, there's a lot of futures uncertain, even mine? I mean, your heart, as a Packer fan, your heart stops for a second. But then if you really look back, if you follow what Aaron Rodgers has said throughout this year since they've drafted Jordan Love, uh, you're not surprised because he's he keeps reiterating that and he talks about it. And if you go back to when he had a weekly show uh, called Tuesdays with Aaron with Jason Wilde in Wisconsin – um, at the end of every season, he would talk about, you know, uncertain futures. He would talk about, uh, just how, you know, how those players on that team will never be in the same room again together. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, um, like him or hate him. I, I love Aaron Rodgers Clearly. for so many reasons, not just because he's, you know, the quarterback of my team, but he definitely is a thinker and he definitely processes this stuff. So when you're getting questioned you know 15 20 30 minutes after a game you're going to have more emotion than you will in a couple days but that's just the nature of what they have to deal with so I don't think Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay do I think he finishes his career with Green Bay probably not but if you look at 
pretty much any sort of star quarterback. When was the last quarterback uh, to start and retire with their own team that won like Super Bowls? I can think of John Elway. It's the only one I can think of. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not Brady, obviously. It wasn't uh, Peyton. Ray Lewis would be the only other one. That's true. Uh, as a linebacker, and I'm looking at across the sports landscape that retired and even finished with their own team. You got to go maybe Tim Duncan, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't think Manage Ginobili. Manage Ginobili might have. I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. Tony Parker didn't. But on the level, I mean, see, the thing is, a quarterback's a whole nother stratosphere in sports. What about a pitcher? I mean, that's this guy. In my opinion, that's the closest representation to a quarterback is a pitcher. Um, so like Clayton Kershaw or Madison Bumgarner or something like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, again, uh, they're on a completely different level than say a running back, a receiver, linebackers and all that. I mean, right. you know, it honestly MVP NFL MVP is a joke to me. It should just be called NFL quarterback MVP oh, yeah. and then have another MVP for, you know, the other players that offensive player of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just sucks. But yeah, so I don't expect Rodgers to finish his career with Green Bay. It'll be a dang sad day when he live, leaves, just like it was really sad when Favre left. But, well, I would say this. I don't see Rodgers leaving anytime soon. And even if he were to do what Deshaun Watson's doing right now, and even with, with Deshaun Watson doing it, I don't think you're going to move off those contracts. Who's going to take up that cap space? Who's going to yeah. take those cap hits? Nobody's going to take it for Rodgers. Matthew Stafford now for Detroit leaving. That makes sense. That, that I get. And I feel like Detroit's doing more of that for Matt Stafford yeah. than anything They're else. finally doing Matt Stafford right, and they should have right. done Barry Sanders right back in the and day. And Calvin too. Johnson. Yeah, and Calvin Johnson. I think, I think people would jump at Rodgers, actually, even with the cap hit. I think the bigger issue is the amount of picks – Rodgers would garner. I, I, here's a scenario I want you to play. I'm going to play out for you. Because this might, Vikings. I'm going to leave I'm, this place right now. I'm, I, well, I think this is going to still churn <laughs> your stomach. Get this one. So Tom Brady plays another two years. Mm-hmm. Good level. All right. He's not elite, but good. All right. Quarter, greatest quarterback of all time. Exactly. Tom Brady retires. Now, Rodgers has been with the team the next two years as well with the Packers. Well, now he wants out. Because obviously you got to make a decision with Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers. Well, Tam Bay calls. You guys trade Aaron Rodgers to the Buccaneers. We keep things rolling. I don't even know what world you're living on for that to happen. It, I can see can I can see Rodgers playing in a tr- uh, more uh, nicer climate, but I I see more L.A. San Diego. Well, not San well. Diego, that's true. He is more California. He um, would be willing to. Yeah, go to he's California. more of a Cali guy. But uh, no, I could. I mean, I could. I could see a lot of scenarios. It really, it comes down to who can take that cap hit and who can give up. I, in my opinion, like four first rounders. Well, but at that time, if we're talking about two, three years from now, he won't be as big a cap hit. Yeah. But in the same time, too, I don't think you're going to get that many picks for it. Probably not in a couple of years. But right now, I think you could get four draft picks for the guy who's oh, yeah. going to be named MVP on Saturday. Yeah. No, I, well, Deshaun Watson's already garnering that. I mean, yeah. there's only a handful of teams that you can look at and go, okay, they actually could give up the capital yeah. you know, into, into moving a mountain for a guy like Deshaun Watson. See, Rodgers would need to go. Uh, here's the deal. Like, I saw something, and it had him in a in a Raiders uniform. I'm like, he ain't going to the Raiders. No. If Rodgers is going to go somewhere, he's going to go somewhere where, like, a Rams, well, here, a team that was close. If he's traded, there's no way Green Bay trades him within the NFC. Oh, no. They're going to throw him to the AFC. Yeah, so that's why I'd say yeah. the Raiders I could see as an AFC team. Yeah. 
You know, I, I just don't see Green Bay because obviously here's a here's the thing. Favre only had like one year left. Yeah. Then he became a free agent, yeah, and that's then he, why I signed. Then he backstabbed us. Yeah, exactly. And we're okay with that now. But that was the worst thing <laughs> you could do for a Green Bay fan, other than maybe going to the Bears. I was about to say. I think. Let me ask you this: Had Favre gone to the Bears instead of the Vikings, would that like would Favre be in the hall right now with with the, the Ring yeah. of Honor? Would he still be in? Oh, the, yeah. Even if he went to the Bears. Yeah, in fact, I think he would have probably been in the ring of honor faster with the Bears. Because what what non <laughs> what non Packer fans real don't realize is our our rival, I mean, I'll break down the NFC North for you. Okay. Okay. Lions, they feel bad for the Lions. Okay? <laughs> Who doesn't? Okay. The Bears, we've been there since day one with the Bears. Okay. That's mm-hmm. like if you go through the history, the Bears actually helped keep the Packers in the NFL through the you know through the early part of the years because the Packers were a failing organization and the Hollis actually gave money to help them. Okay, so there's a there's a huge rivalry there but there's a lot of respect. When you get to the Vikings, that is like the little redheaded stepbrother and no offense to redheads, that is offensive to redheads to even call them Vikings. Okay, we won't use that, but <laughs> they are the 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 little brother, the little stepbrother that just thinks they're the big dog and all Green Bay does is pretty much slap them year in and year out for the most part. I mean, think of this. Green Bay is one and five, one and four in NFC championship games since 2011, right? The Vikings are 0-4 in the Super Bowl. And the last time they went to one was in the 70s. I mean, it's a joke. So last time they were close was 2019. Yeah, 2019. And before that, the last time they were really close was with Favre uh, in 2019. 2009 when they lost to the Saints and before that it was like 1998 when, when yeah Anderson missed the kick and the Falcons won and were able to go oh. to that so um we like as Bears fans like in in Helena there's a ton of Bear fans and a ton of Packer fans and then there's Viking fans and like when Bear fans and Packer fans talk we you know we're like ah, oh, we rib each other but when Viking fans come up they are so obnoxious they're the most obnoxious. They are one of the top obnoxious fan bases in the NFL. And they're right there with another team that people love in this area. They're right there with the Seahawks fans. See, I disagree. I think the most obnoxious fans is Saints fans. That's just me, though. Well, that's your rival, though. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, in the NFC South, I think the only true rivalry is Saints-Falcons. Otherwise, you know, I still consider I still consider the Packers more of a rival to the Bucks than yeah, because the old NFL Central or yeah, NFC Central yeah, like more of the NFC North teams. Because like, I mean, let's face it, New Orleans has had our number, Carolina's had our number, we've had their number. You know, it, it, it yeah. just doesn't feel like the rivalry's ever been consistent. Only between the Saints and the Falcons, hmm. in a true sense. So yeah, no, but, but I get you. I hear you. Yeah. I'm not just fans. No fun. Yeah, uh, but Saints, I will say this, like, and this is a whole conversation that would be fun to talk about someday. Um, they need to realign the NFC and AFC, and they need to do away with some of the, like, honestly, the Cowboys, I don't give a darn that they're rivals with the Eagles and the Giants and all that. They should be in the South, and you should move someone else up into the East. What, move Carolina? Who would you move, Carolina? Probably Carolina. Move Car- I, I would move it more geographical. In my opinion, the it- only, the only... The only division that really makes sense to me is the NFC North. I mean, they're all within a few hundred miles of each other. The West does. And the West, I was going to say. And the West does too. Both AFC and NFC. Yeah. But after that, like the East and the South for NFC and AFC doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like the Dolphins, honestly, I think they should be in the South. And you you could move like Tennessee 
or or, or Indian, Indian, Indianapolis. Indianapolis back in the old AFC East. Yeah, that I mean that would be me. I know that'll never happen, but that's just I think geographically. So I'm looking at it, and then you know you look at the NFC East, and you have to go all the way out to Dallas, and like forget Dallas. Do you, do you have any idea how many NFL purists you just annoyed and aggravated? I'm a baseball fan. I'm a I'm a pretty progressive baseball fan too i was mad that they weren't going to go with dh and 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 going into this last season i was like ready for the d i was like i hate the dh now i love it funny thing because i saw a story on this justin turner being entertained by the milwaukee brewers yeah you'd be lucky to have him yeah okay i'm yeah. just curious your thoughts on that as you wear a dodgers hat in here it's 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 sad we oh, lost Lord. we lost jock peterson today to the cubs oh really yeah and we lost kike to uh I did the, see something on the Red Sox. So. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. We're here with John Kemper as he joins me in studio co-hosting here on a Friday night as we get ready for some high school basketball tomorrow. Uh, we'll get John's thoughts on Super 55. We'll talk about that and more next here on the Knock On Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home. Learning at home. Hi. And banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. Oh, back to the Knock on Sports and Anthony Knockrider. Welcome back here to the Knock On Sports. We wrap things up here on a Friday night. John Kemper still joining us here, co-hosting with me tonight here in a very you, special edition. Do you pick the music? Yeah, I have, this, is the, this is the music I've had. Okay, next time you're on, you got to pick a little Matt Carney for me. I'll work on that. We'll get we'll we'll, we'll work on that. Oh no, we'll you're work. gonna work on it, <laughs> uh, John. Uh, real quick, man. Let's uh, talk a little bit of Super Bowl here. I know it's a little painful for you. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that mad. I understand you're not that I mad. I was over the game in about 20 minutes. I was just like, okay. Yeah, you, you were better now, than you were better than some. Yeah, and uh, also some of that is. I mean, the Dodgers won the World Series, so I'm still kind of on that cloud. So, hey, yeah. your team won. I, you know, it's kind of. I'm, we'll see what happens, but mm-hmm. like I said, I, for me, I'm thrilled. Tampa Bay's made the history they have, but I do want to get your thoughts. Yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, people are already talking about like if Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady in the Super Bowl this uh, this next Sunday, that that does put him start putting him in the conversation of being with Tom Brady as the greatest of all time. I don't know if I can make that statement. Granted, he has had a spectacular three years starting, mm-hmm. but still, to get I mean, listen, you may he may get to six championships. Maybe he, if he does win next Sunday, he'll he'll have two. He'll be on his way. But uh, it's a little too soon for that, in my opinion. Oh, it's absolutely too soon. And I love Mahomes. He's un- incredible to watch. But let's look at what Brady has done in his career. And I'm going to say right, I'm not a big Brady fan. Okay, like I respect Brady. It's like Jordan. I'd never really liked Jordan, but I respected Jordan. And Jordan's still the best ever. Okay. Um, I agree. Brady. This this guy is going to his 10th Super Bowl. I don't think there's a team that's gone to 10 Super Bowls. There might be... Only New England. Only New England. Okay, so one. And if he wins on Sunday, he'll have seven Super Bowls, and that is more than any team in the NFL behind the Patriots and Steelers. That is what the Steelers Steelers have six. Patriots have six. Patriots have six. Yeah. And then you have teams at five and four. He's by far the best. Okay. Do I think 
do I think he's the best quarterback when it comes to just playing the position as far as stats? No, I don't think so. I think Rodgers is I think Rodgers is probably the best ever. But, I still give it to Marino. And uh, yeah, and you, actually you that's a strong argument because Marino did it not in a day like now where everything's pass pass pass. He did it with the older styles of football. Could you imagine the numbers if Marino would have if he was yeah. in this era, in this era? Be insane. So yeah, there's that you could make that argument. I would agree. I also don't you like as a sports fan and whatever sport it is, you have to break down like best evers based on eras. Cause mm -hmm. if you took hitter, if you took Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and all these guys and you brought them into pitching now, well, those guys were not seeing pitchers throwing 95 to a hundred on a regular basis. Like the, like the hitters do now. Right. So I don't think they would be as good. Okay. I think if you sent Barry Bonds back in the twenties and thirties, he probably has a thousand home runs. But Probably. maybe a little less because the steroids probably weren't as good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to Brady. Uh, it's I think people that make those arguments or say those things, it's jealousy in a lot of cases. They have some sort of vendetta against him, whether they're mad because he took money for the personal or the pay, payment plan or or the deflated balls or or the spy gate or whatever. I think that that all plays into it. But the guy manages a football game so so well mm -hmm. and he can make the plays that he has to make yeah and the and i think the big thing was when he left new england and came to tampa a lot of i think a lot of people were like okay now we're gonna see was it belichick or was it brady and i don't know if you can you know that had that gave him all right. that success i think it was a combination of both you guys give uh, both credit yeah you have to give both credit but brady if you would have told me that tampa bay would have made it to the super bowl this year with brady i wouldn't I wouldn't have made that bet. And I, I think wish we I would have made that bet. Yeah, I wish you, yeah, you do. I would have said playoffs, but I, I would have thought that they wouldn't have made it to the Super Bowl. But it just shows you the type of player he is and leader he is. Yeah, no, no question about it. Like I said, even for me as a Bucks fan, he's, ex he's exceeded my expectations. Like I said, yeah. the dream, the fantasy was, hey, we're going to go play in the Super Bowl. We're going to play in yeah. our own home stadium for the Super Bowl. But to actually believe that he would really do it, yeah. like, there is no way I thought, even, even you know, after, like, even before the playoffs started, I thought there's going to be somebody that's probably going to get the best of us. Mm -hmm. But next year, I thought, okay, hey, we'll make a good run because yeah. Brady's still playing at a high level. I don't yeah. know if it's at TB12 or what, but. Well, and that's the other thing. Mahomes is what, 26? Yeah. Brady's, 25, 26. Brady's 43. Yeah. He's two years younger than me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If that doesn't make me want to run into traffic. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Not really. The crazy part but, is Patrick Mahomes was like, what? I think what was he in kindergarten, first grade when Tom yeah. Brady won his first Super Bowl? Yeah, probably. So, and and I, what I think you're going to see in the quarterback position is it's just going to continue to build this way and this way. I mean, we are a quarterback. We The NFL is a quarterback-driven league yeah. on offense. So, uh, you're going to have to judge. I mean, Mahomes might end up being a better quarterback as far as talent and and. Uh, stats, mm -hmm. but maybe not Super Bowls. Because the other thing with the other, sorry, the other thing with Kansas City, what have they not had to deal with really yet is the salary cap. They're having to mess with it a little bit, but they're going to have to start messing with that more and more and more. And that tends to be what kills teams other than t uh, New England. Well, here's the thing though, and I would say this is this is the other part. Kelsey and Ty Tyreek Hill, Hill's not going to have that speed his entire career. Travis Kelsey is going to start getting older. So I think for me, listen, Mahomes is going to play 10 to 15 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, unless something yeah. catastrophic happens with, with an injury. But and it was just like Tom Brady, because you remember early in his career, they won three out of four. 
So the question was, okay, what's the second half of Brady's career going to look like? What's the second half of Patrick Mahomes' career going to look like? Because Travis Kelsey isn't going to always be there. Yep. Tyreek Hill isn't always going to be there. I don't know how long Andy Reid coaches. Yeah. So that's, for me, it's tough to really say Patrick Mahomes is even in that conversation just yet. Because, I mean, we're still just establishing Brady in that conversation. Yeah. And the other thing that, that everyone has to factor in that I don't think a lot of people think about is you have to find the right front office and the right GMs and the right successors and you have to draft well mm-hmm. and and you you have to do it in such a way that you don't have really really down years you're going to have down years but if you look at you know look at Carolina okay to Carolina you know came up they got to the Super Bowl they lost and then they they've just come back down and now they have to ramp back up mm-hmm. and stuff but if you look at let's just Green Bay for example if you go back to 93, 92, 93, when they had Favre and all that, they've been a contender more, I, I mean, other than maybe five years. They've Three been, or four years where they were actually just bad. Yeah. Otherwise, they're always in the mix. Yeah, they're always in the mix, so they always give themselves a chance. The The Seahawks have been able to do that also. The last decade. Yeah, um, the Patriots, obviously. So um, that's the thing I think about with teams like the Bills, teams like the Ravens, teams like the Chiefs. Uh, do they have the masterminds that can create a perpetual contender because right. that's where teams I that's that's what's gonna I think define Mahomes' legacy. Well I think the other thing is too and it's an important aspect is you know being because like again in a way like Brady and Belichick were almost like a marriage. Yeah. And how making sure that you don't get annoyed. Um, obviously I'm sure they had their disagreements and things like that, but at the same time you look at it, not many organizations were able to survive that because you look at it. Okay. Whether it be age or whether it just be friction, that can be a problem for organizations. Egos. Yeah. Egos Egos will kill anything faster than any age or, uh, anything like that. Ego will kill, kill things. Last question for you, John, here as we finish up. I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll. I've said it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll walk over and turn myself into uh, Kalispell PD. There you go. Who do you got in the Super Bowl? The commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Actually, not the commercials. Max Muncy is going to be in a commercial, though. There you go. Yeah. Okay. uh, Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm not surprised. But I I think it's going to be close um and we'll we'll see uh, i just i think the chiefs have more weapons but if tampa can pick off some passes and they can get to mahomes and just you know disrupt him and and uh and that stuff i think i think there's a good chance for tampa i, I think it's going to be a really good super bowl i don't it's not going to be a blowout one uh, way or the other and you never know the home field advantage and I've I mean, never seen that. Yeah, your stupid pirate ship down there firing cannons. Fire the cannons. Fire the cannons, or however you say it. Um, all that. Maybe that. Maybe that uh, helps him out a lot. But I, I think it'll be a good Super Bowl. And I'm and and I say this truly. I'm very happy for you that you get to see your team in a Super Bowl as an adult. Yeah, I was 13 years old when I saw the last one. Yeah, exactly. And like for me, when the Dodgers won, I was 12 in '88. Okay. And to get them to see to to see them win. A World Series as an adult is a whole different experience. And when you see a team win when you're little, like I feel bad for Patriot kids, Patriot yeah. fan kids, because they're going to grow up to be adults and they're not going to be winning Super Bowls like they were. And they're, I mean, it's a different experience. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm really happy for you. I'm glad your team's there. And yeah. 
I appreciate that, John. John Kemper joining us here in studio. I know we're running a bit behind, so we'll get things caught up here. All guests join us on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. And as uh, we heard tonight, John Kemper joining us. If you missed any of our conversations, don't worry. Check them out on the Knock On Sports Show podcast. You can find links to the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at the Knock On Sports. Or you can type in the Knock On Sports Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the Podbean app, or wherever you download your podcasts, you can find the Knock On Sports. Really appreciate uh, John Kemper joining us in here. Really appreciate the time of Keith break as well. Uh, For John, for Keith, I'm Anthony Knockreiner back inside the 600 KGEZ studios saying goodnight, and I am knocking out. The Knockout Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union, helping you plan and succeed for today and always. Some things never change, like Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. Contact them at 862-3525 or visit whitefishcu.com, where they belong to you. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility.